WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Number three, the Rich Keep Show here on WEEI. We got uh, our weekend review coming up around eight twenty or so tonight. Grab bag next hour. Ryan Davy from the hashtag Dork Podcast is going to join us at the stroke of nine o'clock. Talk a little bit this week in hashtag Dork, and I believe he's already seen our next uh, topic du jour on the podcast. Madam Web. Oh, her the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. people are saying many are many are suggesting it is in fact the worst film ever made it's right up there uh or down there i guess depending on how you're looking at it so i gotta see it this weekend we're gonna talk about it on sunday night i'm actually looking forward to it because it's for sure not a middling middle of the pack it's okay yeah see it if you want kind of movie it's supposed to be the worst i want to see why it's the worst the trailers made it look bad too like the premise is bad this, this isn't one of those, like, oh, man, how'd they miss that? It was like, they never should have made this movie, but whatever. Who is Madame Webb? Madame Webb. <laughs> Madame? Madame. Madame Webb. Is Web. that, like, Spider-Man's girlfriend? Like, who is, it's not. Who is it? it's, it's in the Spider-Man world and universe. She's not. She doesn't have spider powers. She's more of, like, a psychic. It's a it's a mess. Spider-Woman is going to be in this. Oh, my God. A couple of Spider-Women, I think. Like, you have Sydney Sweeney in this movie, and yet it's still going to be the pits. I think last time, last I checked... It had like a 14%. Um, oh, it went down. Rotten Tomatoes. It was at like 23 yeah, or think, something, 28. Last I looked, it was rocking a 14%. Uh, if you're not seeing Madam Web this weekend, perhaps you are enjoying some of the NBA All-Star festivities, including Jalen Brown slam dunk contest tomorrow night. Now, I'm, I'm going to be nothing but consistent with this. I'm happy that Jalen Brown is in it. I don't think he has to win, and I'm hoping that maybe this will lead to some other guys taking a chance and doing it. Now, I know maybe the second thing I said and the last thing I said might contradict themselves because if he loses, would somebody, like an all-star, say, well, I don't want to do it. I don't want to lose like Jalen Brown did. But he at least opened that door, and maybe you'll get two all-stars. Dare I say two all-stars? Or would it kill you to have three people that you've actually heard of partake in the dunk contest? And maybe Jalen Brown's going to sort of lead to that. He is an underdog. Stiz took him on the uh, on the bet du jour at plus four twenty to win the dunk contest. Last year's winner, Mac McGlung. You're like, who the hell's Mac McGlung? Exactly. He was a G League player who they brought up last year, can dunk well, and he won it. He's the favorite to win it this year. But let's say this guy has like crazy dunks again and wins, and Jalen Brown throws down some dunks but loses. I don't think it should be the end of the world. I've seen a lot of people. Andy Hart was in this week, who's the biggest Jalen Brown fan we have, and he was like, he has to win. I really, I don't see it. You I, just can't have an embarrassing moment. There you right? go. Yeah, you in can't. In an age of social media, yeah, yeah. you know, videos instantly on Twitter and stuff, you just just hit all your dunks. Yeah, like one of my uh, uh, my words of advice to really everybody in the dunk contest is do the dunks you can do. Yeah. Don't do one where you're like, advice. if I pull this off, like, no, because the crowd will turn on you if you're doing, like, the throw it up in the paint, let it bounce, and then you miss. Then you're like, oh, let me throw it up again. So, like, it takes 10 minutes for you to, to complete a dunk. It's like, just go up there. Even if it's not the most amazing dunk, if you stuff it on the first go, 
I think the crowd will get behind you. I think the judges, if they haven't been told to vote for Jalen Brown, they should be. Like, they should skew it so far for Jalen Brown to win that in a couple of years we only have real NBA players, preferably all-stars, but I'll even take a non-all-star if it's somebody we've all heard of in the dunk contest. They have two G League guys, uh, a rookie who's not, you know, he's not Victor Wembayama or Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. He is a, uh, a lower-known uh, uh, Jaime Jaquez rookie. And then Jalen Brown. And, like, what a breath of fresh air it is to have Jalen Brown in there. And I was going through some of the, the slam dunk contests of uh, all time. They weren't all loaded with all-stars. Now, it's gotten particularly bad now where you're, you're bringing up G League guys. But it wasn't like every year it was four all-NBA guys participating in the dunk contest. Like, I was pulling up, like, like, if you just go to, like, a random year. Let's go to uh, 2007. So, it was, that was when Gerald Green won it. And so, Gerald Green was, like, a high draft pick. He was a high school kid, and, like, that was when he was playing for the Celtics. He wasn't a great player then, but there was some promise. Nate Robinson, Dwight Howard, and Tyrus Thomas. You'd heard of all those guys, but only Dwight Howard was an all-star. The other three guys weren't all-stars, but you're like, all right, they can dunk. They can they can put on a, a fun show and they actually play in the NBA, which I think I know what they're trying to do. They're like, we can't find anybody that, that wants to do it. And we still want to put on a dunk contest, but you can't have G league guys in there. Like you should at least play more NBA games than G league games. That should be an easy thing. Like last year when Mac McGlung won it, he beat out Trey Murphy, the third Jericho Sims and Kenyon Martin jr. Oh, I love Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy the third. You love yeah, yeah. TM three they call him. Hey, oh, yeah. TM three, big, big <laughs> TM three guy. Love that guy. Twenty twenty one, they only had three participants, and you're like, what are we doing? So they they've had some rough goes. Uh, the last All Star was was it the John Wall year? It might have been Donovan Mitchell in twenty eighteen. I don't think he was an All Star that year, but he was in it. And that's a big name guy. And uh, so, like, they're sprinkled throughout there. But I don't know why I can't turn back to... And maybe they just think all the ideas have run out, or maybe uh, they think that they just don't want to get embarrassed, they don't want to lose. Or, to me, it all goes back to LeBron James. LeBron James should have sort of carried the torch, right? Like, Dr. J was in it. He was famous for dunk contests. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was doing dunk contests. So therefore, everybody should do dunk contests. Kobe Bryant won a dunk contest, and there was sort of a gap there. And, and Vince Carter, still the best dunk contest ever in 2000. But then where was LeBron? You don't have to do it every year, but do it once. We either win or lose and then move on. But that's where I think you started to have like a bit of a, a, a bit of a gap. And that's when like guys like Gerald Green and Nate Robinson and Josh Smith they started to win it. You had like D- Dwight Howard, like like a seven footer in it. I'm like that doesn't really interest me. Blake Griffin jumped over like the yeah. front part of a Kia. You're like all right, at least he's a good player. Product placement. It was. I mean, big time. And I was, I kind of was hoping he was going to jump over the entire car, not like the lowest. Yeah. He jumped over a tire. You're like all right, great. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's it's been more miss than than hit over recent years. But at least Jalen Brown's in it, so I give him full credit for that. If he loses, I'm not going to come on the air Monday and be like, oh, man, what an opportunity he blew. Like, nope. I think just being in it is a, uh, a huge step forward. I do think they should incentivize. Like, quarter million dollars to your charity of your choice. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I think you'd probably get a few more guys in, involved. Or at least you would hope. 
Uh, let's go to Steve out in Western Mass. He joins us on the dunk contest. What do you got, Steve? Hey, Rich. How you doing? Good. So, so we, I went to look what time the dunk contest started at work today, and I and it came up with Mac McGlung's only dunks in last year's dunk contest. Got if you watch him, he did a seven twenty. He didn't do a three sixty. <laughs> he did a seven twenty. He yeah. then then one of his dunks, he jumped over three guys, and then he then he clucked, did a double pump, and reverse dunked it. I mean, yeah. it's incredible watching this guy. He's, what are you, 5'11", 6 feet? He's the same height as you, and he's doing all this stuff. <laughs> yes, nice. I, my concern is Jalen Brown, 6'7", and he's going to look, and he doesn't dribble as well. No, <laughs> no, no. You don't have to dribble. You can run up with it. That's the, good, that's the good news, Steve. You can just run up with it. You don't even have to put well, it on Matt the floor. Brown, watch his dunks. He was dribbling. He all was right. dribbling between yeah. his legs before something. It was incredible. Yeah, just I might get turned. He just you know how the taller guys they don't they don't look as impressive. One hundred percent. That's what yeah. I'm. Thinking. Yeah. yeah, no, you're, you're right. So, so, um, uh, but I think Spud Webb's one of the judges. Did you know that? So watch uh. out, Mac Lung, a little taller than him. He might have a little advantage, but that's all I would say. Good point. All right, thanks, yeah, thanks for the call, Steve. Yeah, Spud Webb was another one that was a blast, and then they, you know Nate Robinson came out and was really good, but. Yeah, I'm watching. Uh, he just got me onto that now too. I'll, I'll tweet this out from the show account. But Mac McGlung, 2023 dunk contest. He's got a guy on somebody else's shoulder. So there's a dude. Are you watching this now, Stiz? I am. There's a dude in the paint with another dude on top of him holding the ball, and then Mac McGlung just grabbed it, threw it down reverse, jumped over both of them. And it is crazy. You really can see how little I- he is. Yeah, he's not tall. He's not a tall guy. But the other thing that drives me nuts about the dunk contest, and I guess I don't really even blame the guys because what NBA players heard of Mac McGlung? Oh, I guess Giannis was there. I'll give Giannis credit. But there used to be all the all-stars would sit courtside, and you'd have, like, Shaq and Garnett, like, falling into each other and going crazy. Now, like, you're looking around, and, oh, yeah, he also, (laughs) they showed the replay. So he jumped over two guys, took the ball, touched the glass with it. Touched the glass with the ball. Yeah, that's – I mean, he's going to be tough to beat, no doubt. <laughs> Plus, what does he even do? He plays in the G League, so he can probably just work on his dunks all the time. All year round. That's, that's all it. he does. It's like Brady doing the dot drill. <laughs> which, which worked for him, obviously. He's, he won seven Super Bowls. But, yeah, Mac McGlung. So the caller said he's 5'11". I got him here listed at 6'2". That's what, I mean, he might be shorter than that, but it's got him listed at 6'2". That's still a good, like, fun dunk height. Because you gotta you gotta fly on there, and he does not look like a guy that, like he's the guy that would show up play like street ball and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have this guy." He's and like then, the Woody Harrelson. He's one hundred percent. Yeah, white like man it. can't jump. Yeah, this yeah. this white man can jump. He can <laughs> jump. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm probably I got lost for the show now. I was gonna be watching these Mac McGlung dunks. He was like minus two twenty five, wasn't he? When you were looking at the, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you that because I know you had mentioned it last night. On I, the one side I was looking at, he was like insanely heavy favorite, but I feel like Jalen Brown should have a puncher's chance. Plus, you gotta think he's got some kind of a plan. If he's gonna do it after all these years, oh my god, the other dunk. Did you see that one from the baseline where he did like a windmill three sixty and then just stuffed it clean with two hands? Yeah, I'm watching it now. Ooh, Jonathan Majors was in the crowd. Yeah, Jonathan Majors, oh boy. yeah. Yep.
Kang the yeah, Conqueror. Yeah, no, this kid's good. This kid's good. Oh, this kid's great. But no, I think you're right. I think Jalen is going to cook. I think Jalen's got something up his sleeve. He has to. You wouldn't gonna, do it. Yeah, he, yeah, you wouldn't do it if you if you didn't have right. uh, something in mind. Not anything crazy, but just like. Nope. Yeah, oh, I, I got some tricks up my sleeve. Well, that's what I like about these McGlong dunks is, like, they're not too gimmicky. They're not crazy. They're, like, a little twist on what you've seen before, but he, and he does it clean. I think that's one of the keys to it, too. Exactly. You got to stuff clean. it through. It has to yep. be clean. Yeah, because there's been too many times where, like, like yeah, it goes in. Even even some of the Blake Griffin dunks, which were great, you know, weren't always the, the cleanest. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> What's also insane is... He's wearing, like, a 76ers jersey. It's like, how many games do you play for the Sixers? Just wear your G League jersey. Like, you're not on the team. But, yeah, he's going to be he's gonna be tough to beat. But clearly Jalen Brown had been working on this. Clearly Jalen Brown, because all you need, it's not like you need 10 dunks. Have, like, three dunks. How many dunks do they do? I think you do. They've changed the format, like, almost every single year. But I think you have, like, two. Or was it last year there were, like, one to get like so they only have four guys in it so maybe you have two and then you go to the finals and there's a third one it's not many and if you don't make the finals you have obviously even less dunks yeah but this kid's kind of ridiculous so anyway I'll, I'll be watching i've watched most of these even when i'm like oh this sucks again and it's you know Derek jones jr i'm like i'm watching it um i'm still watching it uh, and then obviously Tatum and Brown will be in the in the game on Sunday. You got the three point shootout. Yeah, Steph Curry. It's Ka- Curry's in that, right? Yeah. Well, so Curry's doing a different one. Curry's doing the one against the WNBA player yeah, who hit yeah. like a million threes, and and when they did their three point, so that's like a one on one thing. And then the other three point contest, I forget who's in it, but it's a bunch of big names. All the all the guys are happy to do the three point contest, so it's like all all stars and good players in that one. All right, you guys can join the show, 617-779-7937. We'll get to our week in review coming up here. But uh, right now, it's time for Stiz and What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some headlines. It's been a rough few games for the Bruins. They lost again last night at home. Kraken left the Garden with a 4-1 to victory. Lone Bruins goal coming from David Pasternak. The Bruins homestand continues tomorrow when they will host the Los Angeles Kings. Puck drops from Causeway Street at 1230. In other Bruins news, prosecutors have dropped their domestic assault case against Milan Lucic after revealing that his wife declined to testify and the judge ruled that her 911 call was inadmissible. Bruins released a statement saying, quote, Milan Lucic will remain on indefinite leave from the organization for the remainder of the 23-24 season. The Bruins organization supports Milan and his family as he continues his personal rehabilitation. Lucic is currently on a one-year deal with the Boston Bruins. NBA All-Star Weekend kicks off tonight in Indy with the celebrity game tonight. Uh, Actually, that's going on right now. Tipped off about an hour ago. Tomorrow night, the Skills Challenge kicks off at 8 p.m., followed by the three-point shootout and the dunk contest, which we were just talking about, in which... Jalen Brown will be participating. He spoke a few nights ago after uh, the Wizards game about the dunk contest. Honestly, I, I think I'm in my athletic prime, uh, and I think it'll be fun. I wish more uh, top players slash athletes decided to compete in the dunk contest. You know, I grew up watching that. You know, that's what I love. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that comes back around. The actual All Star Game goes down Sunday night at 8 p.m. Both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown 
will be playing in that game representing your Boston Celtics. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show, including Best of the Week, coming up next. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI, Full Throttle Friday. We are uh, we are rolling. Ryan Davey from the Hashtag Dork Podcast is going to join us at 9 o'clock. Oh, nice. He's already seen Madam Webb, I believe, so we can get his uh, reaction to that, plus all the other dork news of the week. Grab Bag 920. We already had Mike Cadlick on. I mean, this has been a show and a half. We have our weekend review coming up here momentarily. Uh, I do have some uh, NBA-related nuggets I want to get to, and I'm not talking about the Denver Nuggets, but I got some stuff uh, that I didn't get to a moment ago. But before we do that, let's go to Nate in Keene. He joins us next. What's going on, Nate? Hey, Keith. How you doing? Good. So, huge hashtag dork fan. Thank you. I, uh, I'm the guy with the ki- that had the kiddie pool. Oh, yeah. Listen, kiddie pool is not bad. I mean, you use that once or twice, and then you got to find a way to throw it away, but that's that's not bad. Dude, then the pop on the uh, best of show, I'm like, oh, I'm honored yep, right now. You're on there. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I got a little key conspiracy for you All this right. Friday night. Okay. Jalen Brown, highest, played, highest paid player in the NBA, right? Yep. I think the league called him and said, hey, you're not even playing like a top 10 player. You're getting paid the most. We're going to need you in this dunk contest. Mm, interesting. What Listen, do you think of that? I'm all for Keith Spiracies. I love them. Thanks for the call, Nate. Thanks for listening to the podcast as well. Yeah, that's uh, like, see, the thing is, like, he's getting that money either way. Like, they can't take the money away from him. And it's not like they can really do anything for him. Also, the Players Association is so strong. Like, they, they really probably can't do that. But I like the outside-the-box thinking because it's a good question that nobody's asked. Like, why now? Why is he doing it? Why is a star finally doing it? Is the league trying to go that route? They're not based on the other three guys in it. Because I think what would would have made more sense is put – got to have two all-stars in it. Because then if one of them wins, great. And then if one of them loses, like, well, he lost to another all-star. Like, that kind of thing. But yeah, why not? People are, you know. But you would think they would have leaned on a bigger or, you know, like LeBron or yeah. if, if, if the league was going to do something like that. Yeah, I was trying to come up with my, if you got four guys currently in the league in it, who would they be? And Hart asked me last night, and I was like, it's tough. John Morant's hurt, but let's just say that all these guys are healthy. I'd say John Morant, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, and Anthony Edwards would probably be my four. Jalen Brown's not probably too far down the list. He's had some really good in-game dunks. He's also in between, right? He's not short, but he's not insanely. He's not like Giannis. Like, watching Giannis and, like, Wembyama dunk isn't... Like, Wembyama, I think, can dunk flat foot. I don't even think he needs Honestly. to jump. Honestly. So, like, none of that's exciting to, to me. But some of those other guys, uh, I think, could be could be pretty good. All right, before we get to our weekend review, another thing I wanted to mention, the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know how many of you guys have been paying attention to the Milwaukee Bucks. 
this season or since they hired Doc Rivers. But we all, I think almost unanimously, laughed about them hiring Doc Rivers. We're like, all right, great. Now the Bucks can get a 3-1 or a 3-2 series lead and then blow it in the playoffs. Right? Doc Rivers, I think, was the most overrated head coach in the NBA for such a long time until it's gotten to the point where he's probably properly rated. I don't think anybody thinks he's great. I think 08, you know, almost more impressive that Garnett, Ray Allen, and Pierce were able to win it with Doc Rivers as the coach because you saw what he did in, in L.A., never even made a conference finals with three all-NBA players and Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, plus a couple other good guys. Then in Philly, he's got the league MVP. He's not going anywhere. So when the Bucks fired their rookie coach midway through the season – and then they're like, all right, where are they going to go? Then they grab Doc Rivers, of all people. So I just assumed, all right, come playoff time, he'll let him down. Turns out he's not wasting any time. Regular season also sucks. He's coached 10 games with the Bucks thus far. They are 3-7. and 3-7. Seven. Three and seven. I don't think their defense has improved a lick. And that was one of the reasons why Adrian Griffin got fired. It's like, ah, oh, they, they give up so many points. Yeah, under Doc Rivers, they give up so many points, too. His quote the other night, so they played uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, who suck out loud, and no John Morant, no Marcus Smart. He's been hurt out for a while, too. And the Grizzlies beat him. The Grizzlies beat him 113-110. Game was in Memphis. Should have bet on the game. Didn't. Uh, they lost to uh, Miami on Tuesday night, where they gave up a buck twenty three. They've been losing games all over the place. So they are 3-7 and seven with Doc Rivers. They have sunk further in the standings. They are currently third, two and a half games behind Cleveland, who's the two seed. So right now, it would be Milwaukee versus Indiana in the first round, which, I mean, the way Halliburton's playing, it'd be a fun series, and who knows, maybe the Bucs might get knocked off in the in the first round. It's all possible. But yeah, the Bucs uh, have been a fun uh dumpster to watch uh eight and a half games is the lead between the Celtics and the Bucks right now which going into the season I know I certainly was just predicting a Eastern Conference Finals between the Celtics and the Bucks that might even be a seven game series I love Damian Lillard but that has really not gone the way they expected you almost wonder I mean maybe they can't do this and they'd be kind of crazy but you have a you have a probably a smaller window to win with Giannis and Lillard, right? A couple years. I think Giannis is going to be good for a while, but like top end Lillard, maybe only a few more years. Would they even entertain firing Doc Rivers? Would they go to a third coach? Imagine that. Has that ever happened? I was just going to say, is that I don't think so. I mean, I would maybe, we have to look it up, but I can't imagine because it's not like Doc is even like the interim coach, right? It's not like they went from head coach to just promoting an assistant and then maybe finding a guy. It's like, no, no, no. They, it's Doc Rivers. It's the job. It has the job. And then, I don't know, you got to keep this up. You fired Adrian Griffin. Doc Rivers has been worse. So anyway, it's it's a fun thing to keep an eye on. Uh, and then as for Jason Tatum, we talked on, I forget when it was, Monday or Tuesday of this week, about how he's been on such a heater. And the team has won six games going into the break. Is he going to get some MVP votes? Is he giving himself a, a chance to get on the MVP radar? Well, I looked at the the futures here, the betting futures. Jokic is the overwhelming favorite. He is minus money to be the MVP again this year. Jokic is minus 140. 
Shea Gildress Alexander of the Thunder is plus 210. So that's uh, clearly the second guy that, that Vegas thinks. Giannis is third. Luka is fourth. And then Jason Tatum is currently fifth at plus 3,000. So I wonder, and I know Embiid won it last year, right? Not Jokic. But Jokic is has won it before, well, multiple times. Giannis has won it. And if the Bucks keep sinking a little bit, I think Tatum deserves it more than Luka or Gilgis Alexander. So at plus 3,000, I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I just wonder if it might be worth a little sprinkle right now. Hundreds to win 3,000. Yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at. It's not. And if they are, like, far and away the best record in the NBA, and Jalen Brown hasn't really played all that great over the last couple of weeks, I only bring that up to say one of the knocks against Tatum is his team is really good. But guess what? Like, Giannis plays with Lillard. Jokic plays with Murray. Now, Gildress Alexander is pretty impressive what he's doing. That's a super young team. But, I don't know, crazy things have happened. And if Tatum puts together a month like he – like. The, like in March, like he's playing so far this month. I don't know. He might have a chance. All right. Nearly 830 here. Stiz, what do you say we get to our week in review? Let's do it. It's certainly been a week. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Here's some of the best. Well, we she squashed mad. her letterbox before lying. Dirty. Hey, how dare you? We can't say that. You squashed your letterbox. And worst moments. Your former host at Big Mush. It's the Rich Keefe Show's Week in Review. All right. Let's uh, take a look back. The last four nights of the program. Now, this first one, now, we usually like to highlight one of the calls of the week, if not the call of the week. Night show, we might let you on a little bit longer than maybe some of the shows prior to us. I think it's fair to say. You get a little more slack. A little more slack at night. You know, when we're on the same time as a Celtics game or a Bruins game and you want to call in, you got some stuff to talk about. If it's entertaining, we'll keep you on. And so I'll start out by saying this is a uh, longer call. They're not all like this. But Keith had one of the more insane kind of overall takes I think I've ever heard. And he was dead serious. I don't think he was trying to pull our leg. No. Right? Like, no. sometimes you can sniff that out. Sometimes you can't. I feel like he was dead serious about this, and it, it took us for uh, quite a ride. So here you go. Let's go to Keith in Maine. What's up, Keith? Rich and, and Fitzy, let's get yeah. over the narrative of quarterback play. Okay. You can have Brady, you can have uh, Mahomes, whatever it is. You have to have plays that make plays, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the, if you took the receivers from the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year, do you really think that would win that game? With Mahomes, probably. Really? Yeah. When they dropped the balls way back when in the early year? Okay. With Kansas City? He kind of leaned on Kelsey, didn't he, in the second the half? Right. He kind of went to Kelsey. He kind of ran a whole bunch, too. So, yeah. No, we ain't talking about Travis Kelsey. Well, Travis Kelsey's one of the guys he can throw to, and he actually had the most catches and the most Correct. yards. So Correct. Yeah. How many did she get in the first half? Nah, not much. Why? Okay. What's your they, point? They blocked him out. Do you play? What do you, is, what's their point? They the play four quarters and actually more. The rest of the receivers early in the year sucked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So they shouldn't the, – the way they come out, it's amazing. Especially Nicole Hartman. All right, really? Real, real quick, what's your what's your point? My point is 
The receivers that they had, it wasn't actually Patrick Mahomes. It was the guys made plays. So it had nothing to do with Mahomes? Keith, I'm going to be honest. We've been doing the show no, no. two and a half hours. What? Go ahead. No. The thing with Patrick Mahomes, he scrambled stuff like that to make plays, okay. but when he threw the ball, the receivers had to catch the ball. Okay, so, so, you're, giving like, the, are you, so you're giving the receivers more credit than Mahomes? Absolutely. Let me tell you. Let me Absolutely. stop you. Let me stop you right now, Keith. Honest to God. Okay. We've talked to okay. a lot of people. I'm not done. Hold on a second. That is, without a doubt, in the short, brief, yet fun history of the Rich Keith show, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Well, let's something about this. Okay. I'm... Let's think about against Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville? In the end zone. Amendola. Amendola? Can we keep it to this century, please? What are you no, talking about? I'm just saying. I'm giving an example of. Players making plays. So every Amendola. So Keith, I don't. Every catch has to be caught. I understand that, but the quarterback also is the one zipping him the ball. If you want to give McCole Hardman more credit for the touchdown catch than Patrick Mahomes for driving him all the way down the field by himself, that's insanity, sir. McCole Hardman. It's the idea of receivers in general. So you think receivers you know are more important than quarterbacks, what? Keith? You know how the Kansas Keith, City Keith. receivers were only a year. Yeah, They're you mentioned that. Everything. You mentioned that. So, would you say wide receivers more important than quarterback? No, it's a team thing. <laughs> you make plays. Quarterback will throw it up there. A person will make a play, like Gronk, Edelman. They'll make plays. So you don't think Brady's that good, think. by the sound of it? What's that? Huh? Would you say? I said you don't. By it doesn't sound like you think Brady's that good then either. Overall, no, because you only just throw the ball. And now the so second dumbest thing we've heard. Keith, I'll be honest. I don't even know why you watch football. I don't. I don't really get it. Cue the Billy Madison soundbite after Billy Madison gave his, you know, uh, orator- oratory on the stage, and the guy's like, "That is the single." <laughs> we <laughs> are all. D- we're all dumber for having listened to that. Whew. Yeah, there's a lot in there. That was a tough one. Uh huh. Glad you let him go though for a while, just like. Keep, well, I wanted keep, to hear keep where he him was, rope. I, th- I wanted to hear where he was going with it, but holy smokes! Wow. So yeah, again, longer call. There, you know, you're, maybe I should have hung up earlier, but I think we would have missed out on a lot of good stuff in there. Oh, you would have lost the Brady thing. The Brady thing was was that amazing. was great. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Say? I said you don't. By it doesn't sound like you think Brady's that good then either. Overall, no. <laughs> I love the pause. Oh, the, oh, the, I can see the wheels turning. So he's like, but I I do in a weird way have to give him credit for being consistent. If he he was basically calling up, and being like, I'm not that impressed with Mahomes. So I assumed he was going to be one of these guys that nobody will ever touch Brady. But then you're like, so you think Brady's that good? Not really. <laughs> All the receivers. It's just anti-quarter, like all quarterbacks. Why? It's a it's a wild take. Anyone can throw the ball, Keith. Right. Guy had to catch it though. Guys, guys got to make plays. Like I think the quarterback makes quite a few plays. I think Patrick Mahomes makes. Mahomes made all of the play. Like what a horrible day to say because that was the day after the Super Bowl. Mahomes was running like crazy. Like they would be like fourth and one play, I think, and he and he scrambled and got it. I was like, oh, you can't stop this guy. Oh, I know. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about some loose sausages. Just added the uh, the Tom Brady quote about how he was just done 
in New England, and there was nothing they could do. He wasn't going to sign a contract. That's going to be a part of the new Apple TV documentary, which comes out this week. Uh, oh, Ten-parter. So, so pumped. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I literally may like just stay home Friday morning, yes. wake up nice and early, make uh-huh. myself a nice big breakfast. There <laughs> you go. What do you have? Crunch the... Uh, you know what I've been big on lately? Making my own like breakfast burritos. Oh, that's like, delicious. You know, you delicious. get like the sausage, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the loose sausage. I don't know how, how you would loose say Loose sausage, like, loose sure. Sa- yeah. Scramble some eggs, <laughs> throw that loose sausage. Yeah, watch out for in that there. loose sausage, that's everybody. That's right. Throw it in a, a yeah. tortilla wrap, some hot sauce. Let's go. I love it. Yeah, no, that sounds good. So, yeah, this bad boy. The original is, working title of this show? I think that's what it was. That's right, loose sausage. <laughs> yeah, we called it loose sausage for a while. <laughs> They're like, all right, we got to change it. We'll just call it the Rich Keep Show instead. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, we'd make some headlines, I feel like, if the name of the show was Loose Sausage. What's so funny about that is like an hour after that, I was in the Twitch chat, and someone was like, Stiz, it's ground sausage, you idiot. <laughs> and I was loose like, sausage? <laughs> and I, like ground, ground beef. Uh, yeah. Ground beef. Yeah, yeah, it's ground yeah, beef. But for right. some reason, I just couldn't think of what sausage that way would be. <laughs> Because I always think of sausage as links or patties. Exactly. Like one or the other. But, but you, you can get ground sausage. You can? Yeah. Also known as loose sausage. Loose sausage. <laughs> uh, we also have a new, well, it's a new idea. It hasn't happened yet on the show. But you know how Andy Hart gets into a lot of tweet beefs? He's always firing back. People are always criticizing him. Then he has to write back, and then it becomes the whole thing. Sometimes it ends up on my timeline. You're like, just get out of here with this nonsense. But he loves doing it. And we're thinking about maybe trying to tweak that, maybe even bring it to the air. They most, couldn't keep most teams one happy last guys year. in camp. Oh. I meant in camp. Okay, fine. That's kind of how I painted my Mac Jones trade for Zach Wilson. I think you have the... People like, were very mean about that on Twitter. Who was mean? Oh, do you want Robert to Alvarez. Now? No. People were mad? We'll do that a different Robert time. Robert Alvarez? I'll rip that jackal a new one. Oh, my God. Stiz. He wouldn't even respond to Stiz and come on the show. Stiz, you reached out to this person? I have reached out, uh, Mr. Alvarez. We're hoping to get a response back. Come and uh, state your case on the Rich Keefe show. We will see. The door's mm-hmm. open. Here's my new phrase for these, because you said you wanted it, to do I know this. You're, it's not your new phrase is you people. It's not a new phrase. No. This would be, and this is in general, because okay. this is a branch off from <laughs> the tweet beef. Stiz was like, we should invite these people on air, see if they yeah. want to verbally grow a pair, come on air. Uh, uh, well, it does rhyme. If it rhymes, yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Throw, throw it on a shirt. I'm throw. like Ben Affleck in that commercial. Is music supposed to rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> grow a pair. Come on air. Come on air. Yeah, because I like that. It's sort of like a live action a tweet beat. sexist. Tweet beat, it is. Because <laughs> you're probably getting in tweet beefs with uh, females on there as well. I mean, I don't know. I'm I. Most of them are eggs. I don't see gender. I'm don't? like I'm like Robert Kraft with race. I don't see race. <laughs> well, let me actually tell you right now. <laughs> and then my coworker and my employee you. would tell me I'm dead wrong yeah. and race is everywhere. Robert. We shouldn't do that. But uh, yeah, so with that we encourage that. So rather than just reading the back and forth from Twitter, we can have the person call in. Yes. And uh, attack you and go back and forth, and then Stiz and I can rule on who won the. Oh, I love it. The oh, ruling. We can the be well, judges. I've well, always wanted yeah. to be a judge. You guys can rule, yeah. but I think also the text line in the Twitch sure. chat would rule. Right, they would offer their opinions. Ooh, Andy got his ass kicked by that guy, or yep. whatever. Yeah, Andy right. bullied that lady, or whatever. Probably that too. Um, that was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have about a month and a half to get that squared away. 
Yeah, I because think then once baseball season starts, yeah, it's gonna be really yeah, hard yeah. to track that down. It might be less tweet beefs, or at least opportunities for tweet beefs. But I hope at least one time it happens. Also, I love to uh, in the beginning when you're like, "Oh, who who's be immediately Robert Alvarez?" <laughs> Yo, he knows, he knows first, calls him yeah. right out. He knows he knows all the people that he gets into to beefs with, which is good because most of them are just Twitter eggs. So yeah. I don't know how you have like the name ready to go, but he was he was on it. He was ready. To, ready he was fired up about it. Uh, one other thing that Hart was uh, was in on this week is taking a quarterback at number three. Positive side note. Oh, here very we go. Negative. I'm all I here. spent some of my snow day um, really kind of hunkering and bunkering down, watching a little more Caleb Williams, yes. a little more Drake May, a little more Jaden Daniels. Yes. I am now all in QB at three. Because I've taught – I think – I. I it's funny because in my mind, I've kind of um, comped these guys loosely. I now think Caleb Williams can be Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's the style really? of player. I now think Drake May can be Josh Allen. Holy I smokes. think that's the style, the player. Yeah, but he doesn't run like Allen. Um, he's a better he? runner than I think you give him yeah, credit Yeah, but I for. don't think – but, like, Allen – and he's a good like size Cam dude. Newton. Yeah, but Drake May's not. I don't think he's gonna like run you over, is he? I didn't say it's perfect. Okay, he's all right, his sorry, doppelganger. Sorry. I do like player comps, but the problem with player comps is then you immediately assume that that's what he's gonna be. And but then, okay. what do you got, Jaden Daniels as? I think Lamar. I think he's, God, he's in dang. that now. You I think actually he throws kind of weird. A little bit, yeah. And, but I think Lamar does too. I think he's also more polished Lamar now like he's year five or six Lamar okay whereas, whereas Lamar was more raw coming into the league now I don't think he's quite as fast and electric but he has if you go watch him he splits defenders more than most people like you see a yeah. safety in a corner coming and he just goes right through him and mm. runs right by him so there's, I many, now, there's a lot of smoke out there they're going to trade down uh if they trade down I'm gonna be pissed because now that I've done that all I've right, decided good, all good three you. I'm not saying they're going to be franchise quarterbacks, no, but all three. of course not. There's no chance all three of them are great. There's no I'm chance. I'm saying they are worth the risk, and I also kept dabbling and started to watch more Penix and Knicks. What about Harrison? You watching any of Marvin Harrison? Uh, no, I'm doing quarterbacks first. All right. All right, there you go. That was hard from this week. In uh, next two months, it's going to be a lot of draft stuff. Off and on uh, between now and, was it April 25th, night one of the draft, which, a reminder, we're going to have our uh, draft show back Second year of that bad boy, six to midnight. Oh yeah, the late show that night. But there's a lot of draft picks. We got to talk about them all. It'll be me, Hart, Fitzy, Shime, Stiz. So uh, set your calendars for night one of the draft. All right, there was your week in review. We'll get back to your phone calls here coming up at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Davy Eyeballs from the Dork Podcast will join us at nine. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on Weei. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. It's a uh, full throttle Friday. Red Sox on the table. We talked Celtics at the break. And, of course, the Dynasty. Two episodes in on the uh, 10-part docuseries on Apple TV+. Plus. Thing made me spend $10 on Apple+. Plus. But, listen, you got to do it, right? You could have spent it on worse the- things for sure. It's true. Could have spent it on better things. I, go- I probably would have spent a few better <laughs> Now I gotta like go through there and find something else to watch, yeah, make me feel better. Get like, all your money's yeah. worth. Hundred percent. All right, back to the phones we go. We have Jay in Providence. He joins us next. What's up, Jay? 
What's up, guys? Um, so I know exactly what Jalen's going to do tomorrow night. Ooh. Um, you know how players bring back, like, throwback jerseys? Yes. Jalen's Jalen's already wearing his. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the brown name and number. Yep. He's bringing back the pumps. He's going to do the no-look dunk. I agree that he should do that. I'm with you on that one, Jay. That was awesome. That was the coolest thing in the world. That was one. I think I had two posters of D Brown dunking. It was the same dunk. It was just like two different posters. But it was him covering his eyes, throwing it down with the left hand after he pumped up his sneaks. Can you find a pair of pumps now? They still got those? Yeah, eBay. Yeah, he's going to have to eBay some pumps. But you're right, the the Jalen Brown, the D Brown, it's the exact same number, exact same name, jersey, the whole thing. So yeah, that so that's one. Now you wonder if he would get what kind of score he would get for that, because that's just I mean, it, on the one hand it's an homage, it's also just taking somebody else's dunk. But I guess to the caller's point, you're not just taking like a random person's dunk or like, hey, yeah. remember this one? Former Celtic it's legend. D Brown. Yeah. It's D Brown, Jalen Brown. That might be a good one to start with, sort of maybe get that, yeah. try to advance to the finals, yeah, where yeah. you're probably going to be going up against this Mac McGlone character. The guy is just a dunking machine. Yeah. And again, like you said, clean. Clean. That you got to stuff the, that one clean. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm looking at that D. Brown. That is. Whew. D. Brown is cool was, as yeah, hell, was, wasn't it? Was and really he cool. was like six one. So D. Brown was like he had to jump super high to do something like that. So it looked really cool. I loved that dunk. That was one of the first dunk contests I really remember as a kid. That was that was insane. He beat out. So look how many people were in the dunk contest in 91. D. Brown beat out Sean Kemp, Rex Chapman, Kenny Smith, Kenny Williams, Blue Edwards, Otis Smith, and Kendall Gill. That was eight guys who were all NBA players who people had heard of, and they all competed in the dunk contest, and D. Brown came on top. So they had a first-round dunk, then... Uh, only four moved on to the semifinals and then two to the finals. So you only needed three dunks. That's the way that's the way to go. But yeah, you look at like a lot of Hall of Famers did the dunk contest. Not necessarily in that year, although Sean Kemp was awesome. But like Dominique Wilkins and Scottie Pippen and Clyde Drexler and obviously guys like Jordan and Kobe and Dr. J. But they weren't afraid of dunk contests back then. So all right, anyway, we got at least one dunk for for Jalen Brown. Another uh, news item today uh, we have not had a chance to talk about just yet is there was a word out of San Diego, uh, the Padres, as their manager talking to the media today, said that Xander Bogarts is going to move to second base. How about that? Just signed an insane 11-year, $280 million contract. That's right. 11 years, $280 million. I knew I should have been a baseball player. Should have, should have played baseball. Should have stuck with it. Should have played baseball. He played one year at shortstop. That was always the talk here. Was like, all right, is he going to have to move to third? And if he moves to third, you got Devers there. Is Devers going to move to first, or is he going to move to DH? Like, what's going to happen? And Bogarts is like a bigger shortstop. Uh, Devers is like a uh, not Devers. Bogarts is like a big dude. I did not expect him to go to shortstop. I'm sorry, to second base. They have. Their team is full of shortstops not playing shortstop. Manny Machado's playing third. Fernando Tatis is in the outfield. And now Xander's going to play second. So we'll see how he does with it. Trevor Story played well at second before he got hurt his first year here when, when Bogarts was still playing short. That was the guy that was always a shortstop. And then he moved over. 
and was like a gold glove candidate. He was good. But that, to me, is crazy. So the 11 years, 280, that's crazy. They, he never should have signed that. As much as I wanted Bogarts back, maybe for half of that. I don't want him for that. But I thought he might play three, four, five years at shortstop. But in one, one, and move him over to second base. So that'll be another thing to sort of keep an eye on throughout the year to see how Bogarts adapts to that. His manager did say that he's got even more respect than he did before for Bogarts. Like he went on this whole story, basically like Bogarts is going to do whatever's best for the team, which is not surprising. Like I, I, first of all, he's getting $280 million, whether he plays left field, right field, left bench pitches, doesn't matter what he does. He's getting every penny of that $280 million. So that's probably a little bit. So it's like, Hey, can you play second? He's like, sure. Yeah. Play whatever you want me to coach first. I'll do that. I'm getting paid a ton of money, way more money than I should. So I'm sure he's going to be fine with it, but I wonder if the Padres are going to be all right. They got they traded Juan Soto, so Soto's gone. That didn't work out for him. That was a, a big swing and didn't really didn't really happen. Uh, but yeah, Xander Bogarts now playing second base. All right, you guys can join the show six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. You can watch the program on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. And if you miss any of the program, you can download, subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can just find us there. You got each hour broken down nicely, and you can listen to it whenever you want. Three hours down tonight, one hour to go. Ryan Davey from the Hashtag Dork Podcast will join us. Coming up next, talk about all the dork news and Madam Web which might be the worst movie of all time. Plus, grab bag at 920, so go nowhere. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI.